0: Yeah. And you know, I always laugh at the memes that are like, I quit my nine to five job and now I'm working for myself 24 hours a day. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it is like this business. I mean, to me, it's my baby wake up in the morning. It's like husband, kids, homeschool business. Hey,
1: I'm Cassidy Brooke, a full-time equine photographer with a passion for helping other photographers create the life of their dreams. When I abruptly quit my corporate job without any idea of what I was going to do, I suddenly found myself picking up a $400 camera, downloading a free app on my iPad, and taking photos of any horse I could get in front of my camera. That little hobby sparked a six-figure business, which allows me to live life on my terms. Now, I'm here to help you grow your photography business so that you can make your wildest dreams your reality. This is the Equine Photography Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Equine Photography Podcast. Today, I'm joined by another returning guest, the lovely Lauren of Lauren and Pace Photography. Lauren, welcome to the show again. Thanks, Cassidy. I always love coming on and chatting with you. I know. I think I just do this selfishly and just because I want to talk to you. That's okay. And see your cute face, even though they can't see it on the podcast, I get to look at your cute little face. on Zoom. It's really, so.
0: it's great that, you know, nobody can see me because I don't have to wear
1: makeup for anything. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I show up to these podcasts and I'm like, Ooh, I am going to scare the guest on this fall because I am looking homeless for sure the beauty of a podcast. It's
0: how, we, it's how we show up to our shoots, right? They look yeah. pretty and we don't have to
1: exactly. It's like going to like a wedding. You don't want to outside the bride. You can't nope. show up look, all like, you know, looking Glamorous. too beautified. Yeah. So yeah, that I, it's funny because I was debating between, I have a YouTube channel, but I don't like, I don't post on it. I think there's like six videos and I was torn between like, Ooh, do I want to start a podcast or do I want to like really go hard on the YouTube channel and try and grow that? And I was like, you know what? I hate putting on makeup and looking decent for video. So I'm going to go with the podcast because I can look however I want. <laughs> <Yes. Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> because nobody has to know that I'm in the same hoodie every single week when I record. It, exactly. <laughs> All right. So Lauren and I just kind of wanted to chat about a few different things today, just a little variety. And I think a great starting place, Lauren, because I honestly want to like learn from you on this. So I'm going to selfishly ask you some questions. Let's talk about personal work and styled shoots, but maybe not even like elaborate styled shoots, but just, you know, work where you're doing it because you want to. And why don't you just tell us a little bit about how you utilize that in your business? Absolutely.
0: Okay. So when I first decided, I wanted to dive into the equine photography world. I, I mean, so I, I should post these sometimes, but I don't want to, <laughs> when now I first, you have to <laughs> like, uh, I, we, you know, we have horses and my kids were getting bigger and, oh, they want pictures with their horses. And so, or my mom would want their picture with their horse on for their Christmas card. And so I would just take some pictures and they were cute, but now I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) we will never do that again. But, um, so I needed to build my portfolio. I knew I needed to build my portfolio and I, I had a lot of friends that had horses. So I, I reached out to them and I would set up shoots with them. Um, I, I grew up in the Western horse riding world. So all my friends rode Western, which is great. And that's fine. I I wanted that in my portfolio. So I reached out to them and we set up dates and, um, it was great because it was low expectations. Like they, yes, I was going to be giving them, um, images, but I was still learning. They were totally fine with that.
1: Um, they love this stuff. I look back and I cringe at it. Right. Isn't it funny how we like, we're our own worst critics for sure. Like, but you need that, you need that like safe space to fail where they're just going to be pumped that they got a few pictures with their horse. They're not going to notice like the lighting or the editing style. Well, yeah, my black backgrounds too.
0: I, um, one of my clients, she, I mean, she's been, she started out with me, Then and has been one of my best clients. And so, anytime she wants to use the pictures that I first did, I'm like, I'm going to re edit those for you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at those. But she loves them and she's great. But so, yeah, that's kind of how I started my personal work. Um, But now I know Jenny and you talked about this um, the other day. When I am traveling more for my personal travel, I um, you know, we have family and friends in Mississippi and Utah and Montana and Idaho. When I'm out those places, I, I reach out to people, um, that I found on Instagram and I've set up shoots with them and they have been great.
1: Are you being really intentional? Like, are you saying like, Oh, okay. I specifically want to do an English shoot in this type of location, or I want, you know, a, flashy gypsy vanner? Like, or are you just kind of like, okay, I want to do a shoot. I know we're going to be in this spot. Or is it like really intentional now? Not just like trying to get a shoot.
0: A little of both. When I first started out, my first one that I did that with was my Mississippi shoot and Mary Claire, she was fabulous. And when I first started looking and trying to find someone on Instagram, I was having trouble. Like I, I was, I felt like I was stuck. This wasn't going to work. I wasn't finding anybody. And then I, I I changed the way I was searching for people and I found her and I had reached out to her, um, and she got right back to me. She was absolutely great. And she was a past Miss Rodeo Mississippi. So I knew that she knew what she was doing. Like I trusted, um, and and I was going, so I couldn't really bring outfits or anything. I was flying and I didn't have the space in my suitcase to be um bringing stuff so i kind of relied on her as far as like the location and um the outfits and we did three outfits she they were perfect they they were really perfect we didn't have a sunny sky really we were kind of it was in what the end of february so we ended up having some rain earlier on in that day but it worked out great didn't rain during our shoot um the sun peaked out a little bit but you know you the weather, you can't, I couldn't change the date. It was, it was what it was going to be. Um, you make it So work. I kind of, yeah. And because I had such a great experience with her, um, I've kind of used that same model for the other ones that I reached out to my other models, kind of gave them, I would send them pictures, like, here's the vibe I'm going for. Um, like some inspiration or, for
1: what, for mm-hmm. them to plan outfits and stuff.
0: Yeah. Or if I saw an outfit on their Instagram that they were wearing, I'd be like, Hey, I really like this. <laughs> By and the way, Annie, can
1: you get this?
0: <laughs> yeah. Can you wear this one? Um, and it's worked out great. I, my Montana model, so they've all been miss rodeos for their state, which I, they're just, they're so intentional
1: or is that like your thing? (laughs) You're like, (laughs) the first one was so good. Now I'm just finding like miss rodeos.
0: It really was like, they were just great to work with the nicest girls. Um, you know, knew how to be in front of the camera and, and okay with it, I guess. And, um, we had a lot of fun doing it. They'd bring a friend and, you know, I didn't have my, my mom who assists me here. I don't have her there. So I had to kind of make do, I love it. Um, But the the Montana one, she lived right on the uh, Yellowstone River.
1: Oh my gosh. And
0: the variety of landscape in that shoot was
1: like, I was in five different places all at once. (laughs) It was amazing. That's so much fun. I like, so I grew up in Montana. I know we've talked about it a little Mm -hmm. bit, which nobody believes because I am like, I love (laughs) the summer. I am like a hot weather, had hot weather. South Florida girl, but I lived in Montana from age, I think four to nine. And whenever you post pictures from Montana, I'm like, God, I have got to get back, but I, it's you know, gotta be, it's gotta be, be the out summer. there. I know. <laughs> yes, I know. Summer. I need to plan it. I've got to get better about traveling and like traveling for fun. So this right. brings me to my next question for you. Like, this is something that when I first started out, I got like bashed by, uh, another photographer who was like super old school, but What would you say to someone who's like, well, I don't want to do work for free or then people aren't going to value me because I've done work for free. Like, what are your kind of thoughts on that in your business?
0: The way I've kind of viewed it uh, is that if it's something I want to do and I reach out to them, then I'll do it for free. If it's something that they're reaching out to me, then I won't usually do it for free (laughs) unless it's like amazing and you are dying to do it. (laughs) Right. Um, because I think you have to draw a line somewhere. You have to be feel like you're being valued or your, your passion is going to kind of die. Yeah. (laughs) So to speak, like you're just not going to want to do it. You're not getting as much from it. Um, the personal work that I've done really has spurred me on to like, I don't know. It just, it fills my soul. It really does. Like I, after my last two, the Utah and Montana trip, I just, I come home and I'm editing these and I'm just in love with them. And um, it like
1: like reignites the love of
0: photography altogether. Yeah. And I think it it helps build your creativity for your page shoots, you know, like you, you have to have it, it. I mean, you can view it as practice. I still want it. I don't, want it to look like practice, but it still really is like, you do it that way a little bit, like, Hey, let's try out this pose or you just have less restriction. um, Like there's, yeah, there's more,
1: yeah, there's more freedom. And honestly, I feel like oftentimes like the best images come from those where you like push yourself. You're like, oh, I normally wouldn't do this pose, but this person's really comfortable in front of the camera. The horse is really well behaved. And like, you can kind of, you know, stretch your imagination a little bit and push yourself.
0: Yeah. But in Montana, we shot way past what I would have liked to have shot in because it was, we just kept shooting and it was getting darker and darker. And I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I, like, they, thank goodness I had a mirrorless camera because I don't know that they would have turned out otherwise. And some of them didn't, they were, you know, I had the ISO cranked up way high and I look back and I'm like, Ooh, but I probably wouldn't have done that on a paid shoot. I would have had to be like, no, these are not gonna
1: come out. I have no light. But yeah, well, and then it lets you kind of learn. Okay, Mm -hmm. I know even though it's this dark out, I can still get some pretty usable images. Even maybe if they're only black and white, and you're like, you know, adding some grain to them. Exactly. You know, it's teaching you so much. And what I find is, I absolutely adore my clients. Paid shoots are amazing. Of course, it is like the backbone of our business, but. When you get into that, like you're doing a shoot that's just for you, it, it does like reignite the love of photography. And anytime I'm feeling like burnt out from doing lots of, you know, either brand work or portrait sessions and just kind of feeling like, okay, like I'm feeling uninspired. I'm not feeling creative. If I just go and do a personal shoot for myself with one of like the models that I work with, it's like, oh my gosh. I can't wait for the next photo shoot. You know, it can just like switch yeah. your brain from like, Oh man, have another photo shoot tonight. And you know, am I going to show up as my best self? Am I going to be creative? Am I going to get the shots to, Oh my God, I can't wait to go do pictures again. You know, when you've had mm-hmm. that kind of shoot where it's just like, man, that was magical. And this is what it's all about.
0: Yeah. I tell my models too. I'm like, we are going to have so much fun. Like
1: we're just going to, it's going to be like, we're hanging out and having That's a blast. True. And we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think it's just, it's so valuable in so many ways, like, and then not only are you getting to practice and re-inspire yourself, but you're having these, you know, very intentionally styled images for your own social media, for your portfolio that people then can see and be like, wow, look at Lauren's work. Like, look at what she can do because of these, you know, beautiful styled shoots and, you know, personal work that you've done. And right. the person you're taking the pictures for is posting them and you're reaching new eyes. So I don't think of it as, you know, Oh, I'm doing free photo shoots. So I'm losing out on money. It's like, right. there's so much to gain, not just monetarily from doing shit right. like
0: this. Yeah. And when I do go other places, I will post on my Instagram, like, Hey, I'm going to be here and if somebody books me i you know i don't pay the i waive their travel fee because i'm already there um <clears throat> so eventually like that's my kind of my goal is to build up more clientele in different areas um you know eventually we we don't we have another 8 or so years in california and then we'll be moving so having clientele in other places will be helpful.
1: Yeah, setting yourself up like way in advance to have people yeah. all over. And it really exactly. only takes like one like one barn if it's, you know, like a boarding facility or, you know, any kind of like training facility. If you can get into one barn in an area, like likely if you're going back to that area and you did, a, you know, great work for that person, somebody else at that barn is going to want to book you. And then, right. you know, that can turn into two or three. And, Mm -hmm. you know, then you can be going to a different state and not even have to post about it because you just tell this one bar and like, hey, I'm going to be in this area. And they're like, oh, yeah, I have five people that want to book. Yep. So it's definitely um, and I think this is equine photography in general, but it's definitely a long game. You know, it's not like you can't expect to. Be one month in and be booking 15 page shoots halfway across the country. You know, it's yeah, like, for it's sure. such a snowball effect. Like, I'm, I think I'm in year five now. And it's, you know, the, I, I don't know if this is the right term, like the fruits of my labor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that make yep. sense? That's what's yep. coming to mind from years one and two are paying off in insane yeah. proportions now. And there were times when I wanted to give up in the first year where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can only do, you know, one or two paid shoots a month and I'm doing all this work for free, but you know, you got to keep going and it pays off handsomely. If you do keep going and you do good work, you know, you can't right. just be doing, you know, crap work and expecting it to pay off.
0: Right. And I see that a lot in like Facebook groups that I follow at people, kind of giving up, like they're not seeing the fruits of their labor right away. And I mean, I'm only a year and a half into my business and I'll be honest, I'm not making six figures yet, but I don't expect to make six figures right off the bat. Like I, I know that it's a long game
1: hundred. and you're doing I'm, it so right. Like you <clears throat> really set yourself up so well. Like, first of all, Your work is absolutely insanely beautiful and you look like you've been doing it for 10 years, not a year (laughs) and a half. So you are really, um, gifted and a master of your craft and just, I mean, your social media, like you're just, you're a great example of like how you can look and be doing at a year and a half, you know? Yeah. You're you're amazing. Yeah. I don't take that compliment lightly, but <laughs> well, I truly, truly mean it. You are, um, it's just, it's been so fun to watch you grow and see your work grow. And like, I remember when we did the mastermind, which was, was it October? Like, cause it been almost a yeah. year. Yeah. So crazy. Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. I just saw like a spark in you and I'm like, Oh, Lauren, like I, I remember getting home from the shoots and you were like editing right away and stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) Oh, Lauren's like, she's gonna, she's gonna do this for real. Like she's her heart's in it.
0: I'm like, we, we don't really have to go out to dinner. Can't we just stay here and edit? (laughs) I was so glad we did. (laughs) Uh, Oh my (laughs) gosh. Dinner.
1: That was so fun. Yes. We had the best time, but yeah, it's been so fun to watch you grow. Um, let's like pivot a little bit and talk about, you know, at you, like you said, you know, you know, this is a long game. How are you setting goals for yourself and continuing to, you know, move in the right direction and setting those? Like, I like to set smaller goals for myself because if you're like in year one and you're like, okay, I want to make 200,000 this year, like yeah. you're probably going to fail at that and you're probably <clears throat> going to be really, you know, devastated by it. So, how are you setting up goals for yourself and moving yourself and your business forward?
0: Um, yeah. So, when you said, like making 200,000 and probably gonna fail at that. It just made me think of something that's more relatable to probably almost everybody on the planet is like staying in shape and weight loss, right? Mm-hmm. You can't expect to lose 50 pounds in a month or, you know, whatever, like you, those are huge goals. Mm-hmm. And when people don't see results, they, they stop. They stop doing what is going to get them the long-term results. And that's when they never get the results. So yes, I totally went into this, not thinking I was going to make $200,000. Yeah, like it just wasn't, that wasn't my goal right off the bat. My goal, somebody did once tell me like, write your goals down. I mean, people tell you about time. I'm really bad at writing unless it's a list of things to do. It doesn't get written down, but um, I didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket. I, yes, I want to do equine photography, but there's so much more than just horse and rider sessions and black backgrounds. And you've touched a lot on that in the equine photography, photography Academy, say that three times fast (laughs) (laughs) Um, with branding work. And I mean, really just the skills that I learned in Photoshop, I have used in not just black backgrounds. I have done, um, and this was not something that was, I would say a goal of mine. It was one of my clients kind of pushed me to do hers. And so I've continued to do it, but, um, photography equine ads are big in the equine world, Yeah, Western
1: writing, especially. Yeah. That's um, like huge. Isn't it? Like, that's like, you have yeah. to get your pictures and have your ads made, right? Like the Western exactly. world is so different. Right. So
0: um, she wanted an ad in the first year I did it and it was good. I liked it. She loved it. Um, but the second year was better. <laughs> and so now if a client comes to me and needs an ad, I, I will totally do it. I I'm confident in my ability to do it and have it look amazing. I'll have to post it again on my Instagram for people to see, but, um, There's that, uh, wedding photography was something I said I would never do. (laughs) I, I do love, like, I love looking at wedding pictures. I think they're beautiful. I just never wanted the pressure of doing a wedding. That being said, I started out with a couple of photographers doing second shooting. So I didn't have the, as much pressure. Um, I didn't have to really edit any of the pictures if I didn't want to, um, so that gave me more of a taste of what weddings would be like. Um, I do love Western weddings. I think they're fun. I I'm a Western girl, so I love that. So I have taken on some of my own and found that I, I do like it yeah. <laughs> like enough to do it again. Yeah. Um, and I love the results and the people were great to work with. I I've had good experiences. I know there's probably a lot of photographers who can share plenty of, stories, yes, but I, ha- I don't have that yet. So yeah. Um, gotten more into video and branding. When I say I've gotten into it, it doesn't mean like I'm out there doing everything, but I've done enough to where I want to go that direction. And, you know, I think half of the succeeding in a goal is letting people know that you're doing that.
1: Uh-huh. Here's some
0: of the stuff I do. You, you can't expect to Everybody to know, right? You have yeah. to put it out there, for sure. And big part of that has been social media. And I was, yeah, I was the type of person that didn't want to share anything on social media. And now here I am sharing all this stuff, and I'm I like, know. And you're so good too at it. Too. <laughs>
1: you are like the Instagram freaking master. So I think it's hilarious that you were like not sharing anything. I'm like, I feel like you post like four reels a day and you're crushing it. And I'm like, good God, how is she homeschooling and doing all of this? Like, I swear you have more hours in a day or something. That's the only way I can like wrap my brain around it. Less sleep. (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's that. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, diversifying. And I well, you know, when I started out, I was like, okay. I just have to do portrait sessions and I'm going to have to travel all over because you got to follow the good weather. Nobody in South Florida wants a photo shoot in the middle of July. I mean, I guess, yeah, actually maybe some people do, but for the most (laughs) part, you're not going to stay fully booked. So I was like, I'm either going to, if I want to just do portrait sessions. And I, I feel like I heard so much, like you have to have a niche, like just do one thing. You have to like stay in your bubble and just do that one thing. And I was like, I either have to do this if I want to make money and I hate traveling. So like, wow, I want to do that. (laughs) Or I have to be a wedding photographer because I'm like, I, I am, I have extensive taste in horse things. Like I like to show, I like expensive things. I want a nice saddle and I want a six figure warm blood. So I was like, I know I need to make a lot of money doing this, but I, and I, so I was like, okay, well, the only people who make a lot of money on this are like wedding photographers, but I never thought about how many things you can do that aren't just doing pictures of a horse and rider. You know, there's so much more like And, you know, to your point about putting it out there, like what you're doing, I think people don't realize like, yes, I am very lucky that I get to work with so many brands now, but like I worked with brands unpaid and did work for them again and again and again for probably a year, a year and a half where I didn't, I made maybe a few hundred dollars here and there doing work for brands because I like set my mind to be like, I want to be like the brand photographer when, you know, when people think of me, I want them to think, oh yeah, Cassidy, you know, she works with a lot of brands. She does photography for brands. That's like a strong suit of hers. And that doesn't mean that I don't also do portrait sessions and that I don't also want people to book me for that, but I want to have a consistent income that doesn't require me traveling all over to the best weather. So being able to diversify and like, yes, I do lots of work with brands. I do portrait sessions. I do uh, show photography. I do some social media management. Of course, now I'm at the point where I'm educating photographers, but you don't have to like stay in this little bubble of, oh, you know, I just do portrait sessions or I just do black backgrounds. But it also means that like, as you venture into these new things, you're probably going to have to do it for free and, right. or, you know, very inexpensive. And like, I am a hundred percent, the person that's always going to be like, do the work for free. Like, I can't tell you how many photo shoots that I've done for brands that I did not make a dime at, but it you know, back to like the snowball effect and the fruits of my labor paying off. It then gave me the ability to charge brands, whatever I want and say no to brands. I don't want to work with because I put in that time and that effort. And, you know, there are different nuances between everything from, you know, doing portrait sessions is extremely different than offering Mm -hmm. private client photography at a horse show. Um, shout out to Kate at the Ingate Kate, whose course is actually open right now for private client photography. I saw that is amazing. She was my mentor when I decided I wanted to do private client photography, because it is extremely different than portrait sessions. And even portrait sessions are very different than branding shoots. You know, there's Mm -hmm. like, there's so many differences to them and you can do it all and you can get good at it all so that you can make the money you want to make in your business. Right.
0: I, you know, I also do family photography. I, I don't post the things that I don't want to do a ton. Like people know that I do it um, or I'll post them on my stories versus on my
1: actual posts. And it's for like those clients that are already clients who then like, maybe they did a shoot with their horse and they're like, okay, I also want to do family pictures this year. Exactly. But yeah,
0: I, you know, I I might do it all, but if you really, if that's not what you want to stick with, just don't post it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really important. And this is something, um, Kirsten and I have talked about a little bit before mm-hmm. is like with weddings, because she does some weddings too, she just doesn't yep. take on a ton and she's very selective about, you know, who she's taking on and what the wedding's gonna be like. Because, you know, a 500 person wedding in a cathedral is gonna be very different than like the beautiful yeah. mountain wedding photos, you know, like, and it's gonna yep. be different vibes and, Require you to have different skill sets, but it doesn't mean that you have to like swear off weddings just because you aren't willing to do a 500 person wedding in a cathedral. You can be like, no, I do outside type, you know, like farm weddings. Is it at a ranch? Exactly. That's like question one. If it hits no, it's just like sorry, you don't qualify. Exactly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. So, you know, do you have? goals for yourself and your business, or are you just kind of like moving from one thing Winging to the it. next? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, either way, I don't have anything against either answer here. I have set some new goals
0: actually just recently. Um, well, and I mean, I can't even tell about this one that much because it's so new. Like it was literally yesterday that I saw something on it. It's always been in the back of my mind. I love big statement art pieces. And I've always, and I tell my husband this all the time, I need a museum of my art. And he's like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) no, I do. I know I want a museum of my art and he (laughs) laughs at me, but, um, I, I love horse art. I've always loved horse art and I have a print shop set up, but, um, I was reading something about, you know, using the proper interface like web interface for like to maximize your set. like why do something if it's if it's just going to sit there and nobody's going to see it right and nobody's going to use it it's a lot of your work and time and effort and it's n- just going down the drain mm-hmm. so um, I'm going to start looking into a different um, it's called well it's I don't know exactly what it's called that's what it said it was, like but, a different
1: like management system yeah, for selling art like right. that yeah
0: your images are on there, but it's something where people can actually, you know, see it on a wall or change the wall color or yeah. the size or whatever They, you know, we're visual people, right? We need to be able to see it. Like you can't just see the image. So I want to set that up for people. Um, I love when a client buys their art from me from their sessions. I love seeing it in product. I love seeing it printed. Um big like metals are my favorite matte metals with black backgrounds just look phenomenal yeah epic. um yeah so that's kind of a, a goal that I'm gonna work on in the next you know few months or whatever um, and yeah.
1: I love that like that's something that is like so I am kind of weird and like woo and spiritual and like stuff that like comes to you that is like it's like, you're like called and like, like called to do something like that. Like that's yeah. something that's never like crossed my mind. I think it's really cool, but it's not like something that's in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have something like that, like a spark, like I don't, I really had this thing with brands where I really like felt called mm-hmm. to like, I really wanted to do that and really pursued it. And I think anytime you have something where it's more like a passion and you're like, Ooh, I have this random thought. And then you like pursue it and you're like, I love big prints. Guess what? Other people are gonna love that too. And you're gonna find like your clients who want something like that. So I think you have to follow those desires, even when they seem like maybe they're not gonna to lead to anything major. Like if there's that yeah, kind of it like, may not, <laughs> but when there's that kind of like calling in your heart, like you have to follow that. And I find that you have so much more success when you're going after something like that, where it was like a thought or this emotion that like came over you where you needed to pursue something. I feel like you're always going to be successful in those things because they were put in your heart for a reason. Yes, I agree 100%.
0: Yeah. There used to be, well, not used to, but there still is, down in Kalinga, Central California, and there's this place called Harris Ranch. And the place is actually, you know, it's a big beef place, but it's kind of like when we'd go down south, we'd be driving in this pit stop and it has a restaurant and they have this shop there. And they always had tons of, like, you walk down the hall. And all the big art that they'd have up Western, very Western. And I just loved it. All those, all those types of places. I sit, sit there and stare at the art. <laughs> like, oh, I want to do that.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's, I mean, and that is such like, um, that is something that can be, not that you do it just for the money, but obviously like we're in business, right. we want to make money. Like that's something that could be so profitable and something very different than a lot of other people offer, you know? Right.
0: And, you know, kind of taking, so not just my black backgrounds, but the images from my styled shoots, utilizing what I'm already doing and putting it into something that everybody can enjoy if they want, you know, not just seeing it on social media in a tiny little square. Yeah. But yeah.
1: That's something that could go in restaurants and hotels and people's homes, you know, like yeah. it's something much bigger than just, you know, doing a well, photo shoot and not printing it. The styled shoot from uh,
0: Arizona, mm-hmm. the cactus and yes. Brittany, and I was always like, "I'm gonna put this on the my <laughs> It's Like, I know it was that,
1: pretty, you know, like, yeah, it, it was it's just art. It is, and there's just something different about a shoot like that where it's just like, I don't know, epic is the only word that comes to mind. You know, yep. it's just magic. Yeah, absolutely yeah. amazing. Well, Lauren, any final thoughts on goals or diversifying personal work before we wrap it up today?
0: I just want people to, like photographers, to think outside the box. Like don't put yourself in a box and think I'm only going to be able to do this. And then if I'm not making any money, I, I'm, I'm failing. I think you, you're only going to succeed if you fail multiple times <laughs> um, to figure out what it is that works and try multiple things. Um, That's one thing I've loved about your courses in the Equine Photography Academy is that it's not just one thing. It's all the things that you can use to make a successful business. The video that can go onto wedding photography, the Photoshop that's across the board in photography, branding, same thing. It's not just equine brands, but it rolls over into you know, anybody's brand work, earrings or whatever, just find your passion and think of the long game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I could, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because I I did keep going, but there were so many times when I thought about quitting in those early days, because I'm like, I I just had like my mindset was my biggest problem and I'm really excited about a training that I'm doing inside the equine photography masterclass coming up about like pricing yourself, but not Mm -hmm. just like, Hey, your camera costs you X a year. Lightroom costs you this much a year. So this is how much you need to charge to be profitable, but your mindset around money and your mindset just in general is going to make or break you because if you have, you know, the right mindset where it's like, I know this is the long game. I know that these things are going to, you know, pay off down the road. If you can get that right, you can make anything happen. But if you are stuck in, like, I sent out an email, um, I think last week talking about how, when I first started out and I might've talked about this on the podcast, I was in a, a course from a wedding photographer and mm-hmm. I saw another equine photographer post that like, she wasn't making six figures. And I thought this person was like absolutely killing it from, you know, looking from the outside. And I was like, well, if she can't make six figures doing this, then I can't either. And, you know, I want to make money doing this. I mean, I love it. It's a passion, but I also want to not have to go back to my corporate I job. Want, so yeah. I, want I need to, to, to make money. yeah, exactly. Like I have, you know, goals of my own. And so I just had that like stuck in my mind, just this really, really closed mindset about how I couldn't really make money doing this. So then you know what that translated to? Like me wanting to quit, me not doing the things that would move me forward. And once I decided like, no, like I'm going to make the money I want to in this, I'm going to do the shoots I want to, the random idea of like, oh, I'm going to start doing brand work like pops in my head. And then like, oh, maybe I'll try show photography. And then it's like, it's almost like magic how, opportunities just start coming your way when you're open to them. Absolutely. I just, doors open that you then think were possible. A hundred percent. And once you get that like mindset piece, right. And just are okay. Like you said, like trying and failing and failing again and again and again, I can't tell you like how many things I've tried and failed at and how many times I've been like, Oh, well, I guess I just, you know, suck at this and then the next day got back up and tried it again. And it ends up, you know, working out in ways that are like truly feel like magic.
0: Yeah. And you know, and I don't want people to think that I'm like this always sunny, like everything's gonna work out type person. Cause I heard plenty of times that I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. Right. The world and is ending, it's over, I'm done. They were, yeah. <clears throat> Luckily, my husband is there to usually be like no, you're doing great. Keep
1: going. (laughs) Same. Mine too. He's Um, like, especially in the beginning when I'd be like, Oh, this is like never going to work. He was like my biggest cheerleader and always the one that's like, no, it's going to like, you have to keep going. Yeah, exactly. Like think of the long game. I, and
0: if it's something you truly enjoy, then you have to.
1: Yeah. I think that's it. Like you just, I think you have to make up your mind on I'm going to quit or, I'm gonna make this successful. Like, you you just have to be. I think a different level of committed because if it's like always, you know. I think a big part of my success was I quit my corporate job. And, right, you I mean, had to. Yeah, I I like, I hated that job. I came home and cried every night, and I was just like, I cannot go back to that. So. I booked paid shoots a few months after I'd been shooting. And yeah, I did like some, you know, part-time work here and there and sold stuff, you know, sold horse stuff that I needed to (laughs) and like, just made it work and lived very like humbly. Like I wasn't like, I just got to do whatever I wanted then. Like I had to sacrifice a lot, but it was like, I just always was like, I cannot go back to a corporate job. Like I can't do it. And if I don't make this work, I'm going to have to go back to a corporate job because I can't live, you know, for a long period of time just like, you know, randomly selling a saddle because I needed to, you know, have a paycheck that week. So, I think it was kind of like do or die for me because I knew I couldn't go back to a corporate job.
0: Yeah, and you know, I always laugh at the memes that are like I quit my 9 to 5 job and now I'm working for myself 24 hours a day. I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it is. Like this business, I mean to me, it's my baby. I wake up in the morning, it's like husband, kids, homeschool business. And not every day. It's that order. Like, it's just, sometimes I have to be like, "Okay, kids, you're going to do this. Well, I got, I have to get this done. And it is all the time. Kids go to bed and I'm, my brain does not shut off. It's not shutting off. It's always thinking about the things that I want to do my goals. And now, now I'm working on my horse. We're working to I mean, he's pretty green still, but I'm working on him a lot.
1: And so now he's in there and I'm like, Hey, I got to get out and
0: ride. And I I just got to keep
1: going. Yeah. One more thing, but I think there's so much more reward. Like I would rather work. Yeah. Like I work way more hours now, but I would rather work all these hours for myself and have this, like, I don't know, a different sense of pride. I mean, I, I don't think I was a particularly good employee ever because I think I have the best ideas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm fairly certain like management always hated me because I was the one that was always like, well, we should actually be doing it this way. And like, no one could convince me otherwise. Um, yeah. So I was definitely meant to be my own boss, but yeah, I'm, I for sure definitely would rather work, you know, 9am to 9pm for myself than even a half day for someone else. Yep. Absolutely. Amazing. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on again. It was so wonderful to chat with you today. Thank you for having me. And I'm sure you will be back on before long. Hey, I'm Cassidy Brooke, a full-time equine photographer with a passion for helping other photographers create the life of their dreams. When I abruptly quit my corporate job without any idea of what I was going to do, I suddenly found myself picking up a $400 camera, downloading a free app on my iPad, and taking photos of any horse I could get in front of my camera. That little hobby sparked a six-figure business, which allows me to live life on my terms. Now, I'm here to help you grow your photography business so that you can make your wildest dreams your reality. This is the Equine Photography Podcast.